Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Everybody, what's going on? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. It is Thursday, April 20th. That's right. It is the 420 edition of Snaps, and uh, we are very excited to be here. And, and you know, I wrestled with it a lot. Am I adult yet? Am I not? Do I do something stoner themed because it's 420? Is that played out and a little cheesy? And at the end of the day, Aaron, I said, no, um, you know what? Let's 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 do a little fun thing. Let's do a little fun thing. So I have been in the lab. I've been taking, I've been crafting, and I have brought um, you the most accurate, objective, and absolutely correct college football stoner list. Talking about head coaches, the head coaches that are the biggest stoners in college football. And so we'll bring you that list very quickly. And then uh, it's also Big Ten ranking day. We're going to rank the Big Ten coaches. Uh, let me welcome in, though, my beautiful, if self-centered, uh, college football co-host, Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's going on, man? Uh, just so excited to get to Baton Rouge tonight. I uh, was excited to get a little tea time tomorrow. T-Bob did a great job. Did the recon for me. Found the great course. But forgets to mention that it's going <laughs> to fucking pour all day tomorrow. <laughs> So yeah, he even rescheduled yeah. his daughter's birthday party from outdoors to indoors. Yeah. Yep. Set me up for failure to, you know, now I'm like down 40 bucks. I can't get a refund on my golf. So oh, oh. well, don't worry. You're going to win it. You're going to win it back with your Carson Beck to win. High I'm going to crash your daughter's party and steal the cake. That's what um, I'm that, do. that, um, that feels crazy. Uh, but <laughs> that doesn't feel like bad content. I mean, if you wanted snaps to go a little viral, if we wanted to get aggregated uh, videos of you running in front of my three-year-old daughter and eating the cake before she blows out the candles as they're singing <laughs> happy birthday, like I guarantee you that would go viral. Oh. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe we should do that. A little like a little work, like a little WWE thing. Yeah. Then I could pick yeah. you up and like slam you through the table in front of all nope. the kids. Uh, nope, nope, be, nope, yeah. Nope, yeah. Nope, 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 Your body no, can take no, it, dude. Nick Fairley, look. 
if if you can get hit by Nick Fairley and survive a broken sternum, you can take a table bump. Easy, easy mm. mode, dude. Um, we're good. We're good. I'll thank you to boy. everyone. I may crash the party. I really, I really may crash the party though. So, you know, uh, I would look, I, come on, dude. Even though, yeah, we're doing, we're doing it in the morning. Come on by. Um, and then I got a T-ball game in the afternoon. Otherwise I would go golfing with you Friday afternoon, but like, I've already missed like three or four of these T-ball games, even though I'm technically assistant coach. I'm like, guys, aren't we too young to do that? Like, can't we do this on like a Thursday or something during the week? Everybody wants to go do stuff on Friday. Like, okay, family stuff, whatever, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so Wait, you take for being here. league is on Fridays? Friday at 5.30. That's insane. Oh, what? Uh, sounds like an awful way I, to start the week off. Uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a horror. It's an objectively awful time. Now it doesn't really matter. Really. I, you know, I lose T-ball in the loosest of terms. We have about 23, five-year-old girls that just like to just kind of hang out and bebop around. I, I tell them to do the get ready dance, which is where we all just like jump from foot to foot and do this thing right here. Like we're in a defensive position. It doesn't really, uh, doesn't really work because they just start doing that, but they start spinning all directions like, yeah, whatever. But yes, Friday. So unfortunately can't go golfing. So I'm a good father and I'm not skipping these, um, these, these games. Um, uh, I snaps top golf. Okay. They, well, whatever, whatever. We're going to check. Thank you to the volume sports for having us here. YouTube.com slash like the video, share the post. If you like the podcast, please rate review it wherever you listen, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Uh, what do we want to do first? Fearless producer, Ryan Brumley, big 10 coaches or top five stoners. Big Ten coaches. Stoners. No, okay, well, we'll, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right, Aaron, so you remember how we did this. We did this for the SEC, of which we will be releasing yes. a graphic of soon. Today we're going to do it with the Big Ten. Our goal is to set up a SNAPS official objective ranking of all the Power Five uh, coaches, or each Power Five set of coaches, right? So we did our SEC last week. This week the Big Ten is on the table, and we haven't seen each other's lists. Um, we'll see how close we are, and then we'll kind of talk it out like we did the last one to, to arrive at our decision. Um, Aaron, I'll let you start. I feel like the top of this is pretty obvious, though. So I'm going to be intrigued yes. to see if we're simpatico. Go ahead. Who's your number one? No, no, I want you to start. I want you to start. Okay, I got Harbaugh one. Yeah, I got, I got Harbaugh, Harbaugh one as well. I got Harbaugh one day, too. I think Harbaugh yep. is, is, is done it with, with less talent. At, at Michigan and back to back years. I think that that's, that's huge. He's, he's, he's all of a sudden he has flipped the script of Ohio state dominating for two decades. Now all of a sudden it seems like Michigan is the aggressors. Michigan is the better team. Michigan's the better coach team with great talent. I'm not saying like there's like this huge disparity of like gap of, you know, Ohio state talents is way up here. Michigan's way down here. They're not that far but, off, but Ohio state, I would still say is better talent than Michigan. But somehow yeah, yeah. Harbaugh's found a way at home and on the I mean on the road last year dominated their ass. So <laughs> like year one was was you know we kind of blamed the weather like you know hey it was snowing not 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 you know advantage the team that wants to run the football but you know fool me once you know shame on me no shame on you yes fool me twice shame no, no, on fool me. you yeah, shame yeah. on you yeah that, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so I'm not gonna get fooled again they're they're the better football team right now I think they're a better football team this year and Harbaugh's done <laughs> a great job. Did you just stumble into an accidental George Bush quote? Uh, yes, what is it? From? <laughs> you ain't, ain't going to fool me twice. <laughs> won't get fooled again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ain't going to so, get fooled again, David. I, look, I, I agree, man. Um, I think it's as simple as what you said. Harbaugh's done more with less. Yep. Ryan Day's yep. done less with more. And I really appreciate the fact that and, – and let's be clear. These are our 2023 rankings, okay? So it's, yes. it's very, you know, what have you done for me lately here? Because it is wild to think just two years ago, we, we thought Harbaugh should be fired. We were calling him less miles, ready to sacrifice him, send him to pasture. And something happened where that off-meta, old-school toughness approach just – finally got through to his players. Now, we've actually talked about this. There's been really good reporting on this and how he kind of changed a lot of things. He became more open with his players. He kind of adjusted his style a bit. He empowered his assistant coaches. So he went within himself, found change while still maintaining 
that toughness philosophy, and he finally got that message through to this recent generation, and they have been awesome. Now, look, Ryan Day, best offensive mind in the Big Ten, no doubt. No doubt coach number two Mm -hmm. since he showed up. All Ohio State's offense does is throw for 40 to 50 touchdowns a year. Um, All they do is win. Uh, But you had a pretty good – you had a pretty good – take thesis the 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 foundations of a great take care and when you were asking in the group text the other day like if he like when does ryan day start feeling a little heat for 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 being close but never getting to light that cigar well i wonder if 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 they lose for a third year this year in a row to michigan you know and say they drop another one along the way like i know we talked about it yesterday like Ohio State, you kind of bank on the fact that they're going to have an elite quarterback that's going to throw for 40-plus touchdowns. But what if they don't? What if they do finally get their DJU and Ohio State's 9-3 and three and you get blown out by Michigan? Michigan's moved on to playoffs for, for a third straight year and you're kind of sitting back saying, damn, like that's three years losing to Michigan. And I don't think the seat was super hot this year, but there were people talking though. Like there was at least a narrative out there that fans are not happy with the way in which he's running the program. and if it happens for three straight years, I don't think he gets fired, but I do think in his head, he starts to think maybe I, it is tight. Cause I mean, he has also been linked with possibly moving to the NFL. So yeah. I, it's a big year for him. It really is for, I love him as a head coach. I think this is all stupid, but this is also college football. And you are always compared to your biggest rival and your biggest rival is Michigan. And you don't want to lose them three years in a row, especially when you've dominated for 20 years. So well, it- Aaron, it, I think you really it's, nailed it's, the, the premise of the show. I think this is stupid, but it is also college football. Is really like 80% of our conversations. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that is – that's the, no, yeah, in the best it way. Is. That, that is the perfect summation of just, yeah, the, the college football universe, uh, essentially, which is I why – I mean, they will lose their minds. Ohio State fans, they will lose their damn minds if they're 10-2 – and lose the final game of the year to Michigan and but, Michigan. But they kind of should, though. It's a little warranted. They're not know, out of place doing that because, I mean, look, we talked about it yesterday with FPI. There's an obvious big three in college football. Yeah. And you talk about the talent cap being not that much, but, I mean, like, it is kind of significant between Ohio State and Michigan. Same way it's kind of significant between Alabama and LSU or has been in a lot of the recent years. Like, there is a clear big three that recruits the best. Yeah. And... um there's one of those three without a championship, you know, the other two have multiple championships now at this point. So Ryan day, where are you at? Okay. Get out of here. Well, you're number two on the snaps, big 10 list. Cause you're actually awesome, yeah. but you, but you just have an impossibly high standard. You have me now, uh, number three, I got Luke fickle, you know, if I would do more or less getting Cincinnati to the, uh, to the playoff. I got, yeah, I got fickle here. You as well. Dude, you've been so down on fickle. Though I was, I was shocked. I thought you and I, I thought you and I are gonna have a huge debate on this fickle thing. You kept saying like, you know, he's first time now with the big boys, and we're gonna see what he looks like. And no, you said that. No, this I don't past think I said that. You I, You've been I, a little salty like on the, fickle. As I feel like the, I feel like the only thing that I've said about Luke Fickle on snaps is that I think he would be a good but authoritarian mm-hmm. leader in a zombie apocalypse. Nope. Like, nope. and he would have nope. slick back Negan like hair. Uh, no, I think. Um, You've been no, pro Matt Rule and you've been anti fickle. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes. Look, when T Cobb takes over, I can't be <laughs> responsible for T Cobb. Like those are not T Bob's takes. Okay. Oh. By the way, Matt Rule hosting a one day football camp, Aaron Vince Papali style, like invincible, the old open tryout. Everybody's welcome. Okay, you're a big running back week, like whatever. Everybody's welcome to come try out for fullback. Ever since then, Jake Hester. Is officially on the corn on the cob team, corn hub. He's nice. now Jake Husker. Okay. We're just waiting on you, Aaron. We're waiting on you. Husker and T Cobb. We're out. Yeah. But yeah, that's what do no, I get? To be what's, clear, what's, that's what's why my, I'm waiting for a nickname to kind of You got to squat up first. No, you got to squat up first, dude. Uh, yeah. Split personality. Thank you. Thank you. I actually think Luke Fickle's a great coach. Like, obviously, he was yes. freaking awesome yep. in Cincinnati. The amount of uh, talent that he amassed. There were so many NFL guys. On that playoff team, um, uh, yeah, he, he he's great. Luke Fickle's the third best coach in the Big Ten, and I think Wisconsin fans should be over the moon that they got him. All right, uh, we are the same on three. I'm, I'm with you. I think that was one of the biggest hires this offseason. He is he's he's an absolute stud. He's a winner. Uh, about time that he left Cincinnati and, and, and took a big boy job. 
it's it's in, it's a good spot too, man. Wisconsin's a great location for him. I think the area is great for him. He can recruit up there in that part of the country. I think he's going to build a consistent winner that should be able to compete. So uh, I'm with you, Luke Fickle at three. I am Go interested ahead. to see Wisconsin run the spread. Right. I mean, hiring Phil I Longo is know. a choice. Uh, I don't think, and we're going to find out. But you still got to play to your strengths. I, you just can't beat your head against the wall if you got a bunch of little, you know, white guys that are running four sixes. Like I'm not going to run the spread offense if that's who I got. Like you got to be your personnel a little bit too. Yeah, we'll so, see. We'll see. We'll see. It's kind of like um, Alabama, you know, with with them. It's like everyone's like, oh, they're going to be so tough and rugged, and you know, this person. I'm like, dude, their best position heading into this year. They were a little bit down last year, but they were young. Was their receivers? So like utilize what you got. You're not going to just yeah. beat your head against the wall if your offense line's okay and you know you don't know as much about your running back. So I, I you know, Wisconsin, I don't expect them to be 10 personnel, you know, four receivers if does you got Phil Longo, does Phil Longo maybe two guys that run four or fives. I mean, does Phil Longo, I don't think he does, dude. I just don't know. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It doesn't really fit, that doesn't really fit Fickle's personality either to run a spot. No, offense. not at all. That's why At it's going to be so fascinating to see. No. Uh, but look, we think Fickle can make it work. Third best coach in the Big Ten. Uh, Aaron, I, I got James Franklin at four, obviously, right? Okay. We did not no? do this together, I promise, but I got James Franklin oh, okay. at four, too. Yeah, like we said, the odds. I've, I've never been just, a big fan I, of him. Five on is I where really it gets interesting. Oh, why not? Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Maybe I just had salty feelings to him from when he was at Vanderbilt. Um and just didn't really like the way he interacted with our coaches on the field at times, but he's done. A, he's, he's just he's good. He's good. I, Vanderbilt as an I just SEC remember like I remember so him. And, I will always remember him and Grantham like about to fight each other after one of our games, and I just always that like, sounds kind of defend Grantham, which is stupid of ever defending Grantham, but I did because yeah, I was going to say, really, you're really going to stick up for Grantham yeah. in, a, in a verbal I know, altercation. I know. There's I know, a picture of Todd Grantham that has so much real estate in my head and it's one where he's got like pursed lips and it's either from a year or two ago and he's like glaring but his facial features look so tiny it looks as if it's a snapchat filter that makes like your face really tiny and then he has just this wide leathery face that looks like it's like i i i shouldn't even bring this up because it's so niche in my brain and tough to um really paint verbally but todd grantham looks weird as fuck to me i guess is what i'm uh is what i'm getting at uh but no do james franklin won at vanderbilt okay like, i know i know if you didn't win enough at vanderbilt to make yep. uh aaron murray like hate you because you were good yeah. you you yeah. get like all the points now they now, beat us senior year she's I, I know a lot of um oh senior wow fuck i know a lot yeah. of uh i know a lot of people will be yelling that james franklin should be over luke fickle Franklin just needs to win the big ones, okay? He takes advantage right now of everybody below them in the Big Ten, which is nothing that's nothing to turn your nose up at, but he's got to – he's I mean, he's got to win a Big Ten uh, – he, he's got to win the big ones. James, uh, Luke Fickle's been to the playoffs. What is their, uh, their schedule? Do they, get e do they get either of those games at home this year? Because I like their roster. I really like their roster. I love their backs. Uh, I like the young quarterback. They get Michigan at home. They're at Ohio State. It's all about Alar. That's actually in King Killer Chronicles, my favorite fantasy I've ever read as an adult. It's all about harnessing your Alar. Um, okay, number five, it gets interesting. Where are you at here? Aaron, let's see if we stick together. I just want to – we want to say it together? No, no, no. You go first. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with Bielema. Oh, yes. We're still we're still are together. Different? No, really? no, we're together. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I thought you were going somewhere else. No, nah, man. Uh, I, look, I mean, he's he a perfect was, fit. He's a perfect fit. Perfect Great start fit. to the season good. last year. Obviously, they yep. crapped the bed to end, but like it's Illinois. Like I think this is where it gets hard because there is it is it is it is such a harder coaching job after the the first four. Really, mm -hmm. after like I don't even know if you. I guess you can throw Wisconsin in there, but like after those four, like it gets significantly harder because yes. you do not have the talent. And Illinois obviously doesn't have the talent, but I mean, he's just, he's made to be there in Illinois and what he's done since he took over a couple of years ago has been impressive. So I, I just, the fit more than anything gets me excited about him.
Yeah, he took over an awful situation in Arkansas. And granted, it stayed awful probably too long under him. Um, they showed life for a little bit. But ultimately, this is a Big Ten ranking. And when Brett Bielema has been the head coach in the Big Ten, he's done very well, right? He did great at Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And he did great. At, he did great in year one at Illinois. Far better, far more interesting. Like we talked so much more Illinois and Brett than I ever would have fathomed last season. Uh, I feel okay, dude. Now that we got five the same, I feel like we should have six the same. No, you're definitely not gonna have this one with me. Kirk Ferentz. Nope. Oh my god, dude! Of course it's Kirk to fuck up the drive. Fuck up all the offensive momentum. I should have left. You know I can't pick a guy that would that bad of an offense. You can't oh, tell me I'm picking what? a guy with that offense. You're such that, a hater. You, all I know why you does is win. Why all I he does is win games. Him. Why? Why do you? What is this conspiratorial? I know why nepotism. you pick nepotism. Oh. <laughs> That's why you love nepotism. So, yes. I mean, that is true. <laughs> I am a huge beneficiary of nepotism. I've, I've said it plenty. So yeah, I, I, you're right. I the only reason I have Kirk here is because he hired his own son Brian and refuses to fire him, even though he's awful. Just, uh, just hey, fire he froze him. his I salary. Can't. That's such bad coaching. I don't care. You don't try to fire his ass. He's awful. What, you, like, you really, on, dude, dude. He, he's 198 and 136 in 27 seasons. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's, he's incredible. I mean, he's legitimately incredible. He took over back in 1999. Mm -hmm. He took over a one and 10 Iowa four years later, 11 and two, 10 and three, 10 and two, 11 and two and oh nine. I mean, all I'm seeing is 10 win seasons, 10 and four in 2021. Uh, you're, you're, you're just. Like who who is better than him left on this list? I can't get over the offense. I, I had PJ Fleck going next. Shut the fuck up. What has PJ Fleck done? That PJ Fleck said a lot. Back to back nine win seasons. Uh Big Ten coach of the year back in eighteen. Like, okay, we're geez. talking ten win seasons. Okay. I got Fleck right after Ferenc. Actually, I have a rule, okay, but we'll have that okay. fight later. Um uh, bro, I just I there. Look, okay, okay, on. okay, okay. Let's do some horse trading here. I will I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you, I will give you friends at, 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 what was it, five or are we at six? six? At six. At six. I'll give, I'll give you at six. I, I, the offense kills me a little bit. I, I, I do hate the fact Who that cares? he just can't buck hey, Aaron, up Aaron, there's three son. phases to the game. Just fire your son. Phases. No, no. I know. No. He's, 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 um. All right, we'll put him at six. But I do okay, want Fleck at seven. That's fine. That's what I would say. That's a, that's a fair trade. Okay. Fleck at seven. Um, and I guess, I guess, look, uh, in all seriousness with friends, I think he maximizes talent. I think the defense is badass. He's created quite the environment there. I mean, is he limited in terms of ever going to get you a natty? Absolutely. But you're never going to have just like a shitty year. Like you're never going to have to worry about the wheels completely falling you off and you hate everything. Though, you know, watching that offense last year was probably a lot of Hawkeye fans who are, you know, not necessarily agreeing with me. But, um, yeah, no, all Kirk French does is he's a staple of consistency. Number six in this list. Now, why do you like P.J. Fleck more than Matt Rule? Why do I like P.J.? Um, I, I just – I'm not sold on Rule yet until he does it. Like that's my thing. Like he hasn't been in the game. He, he's – He's had success in the past. He's had this interesting journey. Um, I want to see him do it at a place that has struggled as of late. I just think I just think it's I think it's a hurdle. I think PJ Fleck has Minnesota in a good spot right now, so I know what I'm I know what I'm buying into. It's it's a yeah. stable program. Matt Rule's taking over a program that's not stable. And you know he's doesn't seem to be a guy that wants to stick around for a long time. So I don't know. I just I, I, I got, he's one that I got to see it to believe it first. Like like Fickle, I can believe because he's done it and he took a team to the playoffs and it's been recent and he's built a lot of consistency there. Matt Rule's like a you know get in get out kind of guy. And I want to see him stick it out. I want to see what this program looks like. J Lab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates 
to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics NIL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's fair. Um, and to your point, okay, I you know, I may be a, a little guilty of not giving Fleck the roses that he deserves for his times at, for his time in Minnesota, especially because this is a what have you done for me lately list like we said and he takes over goes five and seven in year one but then immediately seven six into 11 and two i'm not counting the COVID year where they go three and four because whatever then nine and four nine and four that's it's pretty damn good and he's four and oh in bowl games at minnesota so honestly friends and fleck maybe a little more interchangeable than i was making it out to be i still think kirk should be there for longevity as well doing yes. it over time but uh fleck ahead of rule i'm absolutely down with that but rule is after fleck no Rules after Fleck. Yes, I will put okay. rule after Fleck. Yes. Um, and and you beautifulness on him. No, look, I just look. I think that Nebraska won football games for 100 years. Okay. Yeah. And I think that that just doesn't disappear. I think this idea that you just can't be successful in um, Lincoln anymore is simply not true. I'm not saying that you're going to win national championships every year, but there is power in that soil. Um, and. Matt Rule has proven to be able to turn things around twice, you know? And so that's like as good of a turn. This is the point. Matt Rule's attempting one of the biggest turnarounds in college football history in that we've never seen one of these schools fall from such great heights for such an extended period of time. This is him turning around the Titanic, essentially, whereas in the past he's done on smaller levels right started temple and then baylor you will never find a better turnaround resume for the ultimate turnaround job and that makes a lot of sense in my mind and in yeah. the age of nil don't tell me you can't get people to lincoln because people up there will pay and you know i just in my head i don't know if this is true warren buffett's a big buster booster okay and he has the most money in the world um next on this list so pj fleck matt rule uh i got mike loxley from Maryland. Nice. 
You too. It's kind of it is it is a pretty big drop from here of of coaches, and it's funny. I mean, Mike Lossley, It kind of feels like he's, he's on the hot seat a little bit, but I I, I just it, the hard part is for all these 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 teams and schools is is you do have two of the big biggest brands in college football that are in your conference that are fighting for championships. And everyone, it's kind of like the SEC. You know, everyone's trying to be Georgia. Everyone's trying to be Alabama. It's the same thing in this conference. Everyone's trying to be Ohio State. Everyone's trying to be Michigan. And if you're falling short of that, you know, you are, uh, uh, you're done in three or four years and we're on to the next. It's like at ever, it's rotation, 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 yeah. rotation. Same thing in the SEC. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the SEC. It's just instead of Alabama, Georgia, it's it's yeah. Michigan, Ohio State. But I, I, I'm I'm with you with him next at Mike Loxley. Um I think How about he's got to win more in the conference. He's got to win more in the conference. He, overall record has been great past couple of years for for Maryland, but he just has not been successful at all. Um, and it's kind of hard because you're you're in the East. I mean that's a that's a difficult place to be. Like you are in the hardest. Yeah. They are they are loaded on the East side of the Big Ten: Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Maryland, Michigan State. I mean it is it's a gauntlet. So I understand why you have struggles in conference play. But I would still like to see them get over that 500 and be a little bit more consistent there. I, I do want to say that they've gotten um, one conference game better each of the Loxley era. You, they still need to win more, but they started one and eight year one, two and three, three and six, four and five. So there is like yeah. actual improvement, and they run a sexy offense, which is cool. They do run uh, sexy number offense. 10 on this list, I got Mel Tucker uh, because, you know, he, we've seen the high team go to, and they were high, but. He was ahead of the game in a chaotic time, you know. Uh, he yes. climbed that ladder of chaos. Now everybody's caught up, and his message just doesn't appear to be landing like it once did. Uh, who do you have at ten? I got him too. Yeah. Okay. I, I, nice. It's it's a it's it's, it's we're, we're getting really to some um, some questionable coaches from here on out. So it's kind of you know who who's done a little something good is is where I'm putting them. Yeah. Okay. So 10 Mel Tucker, um, 11, yep. I actually got the young gun, Ryan Walters. And Ooh. you could say, oh, he should be last because he's unproven, but he's got an interesting resume where um, when you went from Barry Odom to Eli Drinkwitz at Mizzou, he actually kept on Walters, right? He is viewed to be one of the top fast rising defensive minds in the entire country, 37 years old, kind of a sexy hire at Purdue. And really the three guys below him, I'm just kind of done with. Like, yeah. I think they're past their prime. I think, like, stick a fork in him, right? So he may not have done uh, anything, Walters, yet, but he has enough of a hotshot reputation combined with the potential to do things, whereas the three guys below him, I think, are just like, which is I have Shiano 12, Fitzgerald 13, Allen 14. Um, they're just dead in the water to me. Yeah, I, I would say when you, the last three, you make a good case for him uh, before those three just because, like, we, we, know what we're, we know what we have with those others, and we know yes. it's not good, so exactly. at least let's let's give him an opportunity to prove us that he sucks before we move him to the bottom of the list. So um, I don't I I think the bottom three are kind of how you whatever you like uh, the 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 least. So I mean, well, I think Shiano I think has spot. to be atop the I think Shiano has to be atop you, the um yes atop the the atop of the bottom twenty two six and twenty it just. Ugh. Yeah, but remember Ray Rice? I mean, uh, Ray Rice was tight. Are you talking about like his – I mean, I'm not trying to compare him to his first and I'm like, what have you done for me now? Like, who do I want coaching no, today? Yeah. I mean, I guess Pat hasn't done anything the past couple of years. No, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald fell off a cliff from everybody thinking but, but he who, was who, great. Who, to well, I guess we go this. What, what team has what's, – which, which, which is the spot easiest to get more talent, Northwestern, Indiana, or Rutgers? Like, who's doing uh, at least the best with what they have? I mean, I don't know what Northwest. I mean, Northwest is about to have a pretty sick stadium. Like they have investment. Like he gets paid a ton of money. Um, I think. I think Rutgers is harder. Uh, may, maybe there's academic requirements in Northwestern, but like I would much rather live in Chicago. Uh, yeah. I feel like than I would. What is Rutgers, uh, New Jersey? Away, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also I don't. I don't really like that like ruh, ruh, ruh thing that they do and also, either. Like the ultimate uh, Rutgers, more like. Butkers. Oh wow! Um, is that a Piscataway thing? Is that what you, who like who even says that? Rutgers is who, just butt. It's just booty. 
you know. I, I was oh okay. No, I'm I'm saying like are are you making that up or is that something that people said like who hates Rutgers enough to have made up a chant to spite them? People who live in New York and look down on New Jersey. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, I see now. Snobby Nyakas. I like the last three though. I'll give it to you. It's a, it's a tougher place, so I'll give it to them. Um I mean, those bottom three, that is that is pretty significant. Well, Pat Fitzgerald, the only reason why I'm being so hard on him is because, I mean, he had the 7-2 and COVID year, but all COVID's kind of a wash to me. That is a great year, though. It was a great year. But, like, I mean, the other years surrounding it, 3-9, and 3-9, and 1-11, and with 1-11 being most recent. So, Um, And then Tom Allen, look, Tom Allen just – he had the the one nice Michael Penix year. Um, But, you know, who the OC was? Kalen DeBoer. Look at what Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix are doing at Washington – Tom Allen has no other head coaching resume to speak of. His first job was at Indiana job. Um, Tom Allen's the worst coach in the Big Ten. Yeah, but again, big fat paychecks because of that season. They they can't fire him because of that either. His oh, really? It's is, like a uh, – so yes, anybody who offered a big – His buyout's $25 million. They would fire him before the end of the season. $20 million any time after that. It drops to like $8 million next year, which is still a pretty big chunk for, for Indiana. He Neil Brown them. Same thing at W, yeah. who also paid yeah. for a COVID year. The further we get from it, anybody who paid for a COVID year success, you uh you fucked up. You you just I mean, you yeah. you really yep. you 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 used the most out of normal time to make long term decisions mm-hmm. on and it's mm-hmm. burning everybody. Um all right, there it is. So the list from 14 to 1. Tom Allen. Pat Fitzgerald, 12, Greg Schiano, 11, Ryan Walters, 10, Mel Tucker, 9, Mike Loxley, 8, Matt Rule, 7, PJ Fleck, 6, Kirk Ferentz, 5, Brett Bielema, 4, James Franklin, 3, Luke Fickle, 2, Ryan Day, and number one coach in the Big Ten, Jim Harbaugh. Give me my steak. Uh, what? Steak. You love steak. Breakfast, oh. lunch, and dinner. Nice, juicy sirloin, medium rare. Speaking of dinner, where do I need to go to dinner tomorrow night? Hold on, time out. I don't think I'm aware of this. Um, Jim Harbaugh eats steak every meal of the day? No. You, you, you always talk about don't eat chicken. It's an inferior meat because chicken chicken are scared. Eat steak oh, instead. I forgot, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. I mean, that on. is kind of impeccable. That is impeccable logic, though. I mean, you are what you eat. Uh, and yeah. obviously, you know, you, I mean, I, I, I bet you look at the abs on Ohio state. I bet you their ass is eating chicken, a lot of unseasoned chicken breasts to try to maintain their macro levels, blah, 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 blah. Harbaugh's out here feeding his boys fucking beef and they're beating the shit beef. out of Ohio state because of it. You know, like um, chicken's like the leanest, purest meat with high protein that you could eat. So, um, yeah, but it's scared. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Scared. I want scary something. Protein. I want something scared. I want, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, now it's time for twenty for T Bob's top five college football coaches stoner Ooh. list. Da, da, da. Okay, number five on this list. Um, and for the social media team, you probably want to cut this Theo Vaughn clip to just put in here if you make this into anything. But number five on the four twenty stoner coaches list is. Urban Meyer and the Theo Vaughn quote that always sticks in my head is when they're like, uh, you know, Theo's talking. He's like, man, uh, my favorite kind of weed was cocaine uh, because that's Urban Meyer. Okay. Um, if you go at rump, do we have the video of Urban Meyer doing the interview on the Big Ten Network when he is clearly on a boat and partying and his shirtless friend walks in? We do have that video and we're ready for it whenever oh. you are. Yeah, play it. Play it. Okay, yeah, that was uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, we don't you know, even need sound on this thing. Really but he's on a yacht. Um, it's obviously a very nice yacht that he thought that he could sneak off into the under deck to do an interview. His shirtless boy walks in. A lot of people call this a bong video. I have looked at this video a ton, and I cannot confirm that there's actually a bong in this video. At one point, the Randy Bobandy gut-looking dude is kind of doing the shoulder thing, like maybe he has one, but then you see he's actually just closing the door. Now, here in a second, he's going to lift his hand to scratch his nose, and it looks like there could be a lighter in his hand. I'm not 100% sure. What I am 100% sure on 
is that there was cocaine being done on that boat. Okay. I just know it. I, I just absolutely know it. And the bottom line with Herb is he's look, that guy gets it too. Um, Herb is the type of guy that I would be allowed to party with once a year, but anymore, and my marriage would probably fall apart. And I would love to go hard with Herb once a year, but I mean, look, you're not on that boat with your boy coming in there, fucking with you during the interview if you don't like to get a little fucked up. So Urban Meyer, <laughs> number five on my uh, 420 coaches stoner <sighs> list. Um, number four. On the list here, Aaron Murray. I don't think you would have expected this. Gary Patterson, the old TCU coach, Texas assistant. Really, um, Brum? Give me. Did, did you? Did we ever get a clip of a Gary Patterson? Song? No, Gary. It's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you, Aaron? Do you know anything about Gary Patterson's music? I do not. So Gary Patterson fancies himself a country singer, bro, to the point where he has made. Um, custom written produced songs and music videos he had take a step back which was written during covid and it's all about you know loving your family and you know refining what's important to you is you got to take a step back from what you love and then he had the day i walk away which is a song that he wrote post leaving tcu and it's about leaving football it's very soulful right and he's got this wonderful old um country vibe to him like waylon and you know willie and uh, he, he actually got offered a theater scholarship to Wichita state out mm-hmm. of high school. Okay. And he played in a band for 10 years called walk on easy. So let's be clear. Gary Patterson is a whiskey man first and foremost, but he likes to smoke weed every now and then. The only issue is when he does smoke weed, he's one of those guys that's like very deep and very soulful. And he just really wants to like get into things and like get into emotion and how he's feeling. And, and, and so just, it, it's fine. There's a place like for that. No, 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 no. Uh, I think the next guy on my list who I've always preferred more, it sounds like is, is more of my speed, but like there is a place for that Gary. So I want to be clear. I'm not judging you, but Gary Patterson, number four on the stoner list. Um, uh, Brum, go ahead and throw up the picture of the next man. Number three on the list. Old BB himself. Who do you think it is, Aaron? If you had to guess, who did you have an idea pop into your head when, when Coach we talked o? about Stoner Coach Coach O? No. Uh, oh, huh? see, okay. Coach O's a party. Go, Coach O's a party party boy as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know if we. There oh. we go. I mean, oh. Brett Bielema, dude. Brett Bielema. So the picture we're looking at is Brett shirtless on the boat partying uh, with or shirtless somewhere party. Right. Everybody's in bathing suits, but. No one with this vibe doesn't blow down when drinking. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, smoke weed there. Like, like this dude just likes to have a good time. I'm not saying he's a stoner. I don't think he is, but when he does smoke, nothing affects him. He's just so happy. Like this dude can smoke like three blunts and just be like, I'm so high. Whereas like, if I do that, I'm going to get like super anxious. I'm like, is my heart palpitating? Like I have so much, this is crazy. Like my head, like I know what works for me. I've learned my dosage, all that sort of stuff. Not this dude. Brett Bielema could smoke the fattest, strongest blunt in the world. And he'd just laugh and he'd have a great time. And then he would go and he would munch out. And, and all topic, you know, all chatter is going to be surface level, ribbon, having fun. Brett Bielema, number three stoner. I mean, do you disagree here? No, I, this picture is all you, that uh, picture is all you needed to make. <laughs> I, I really thought it was about to be a shirtless picture of Coach O, though. I'm kind of surprised that he's not on this. No, no, no. I mean, let's, wow. okay. Hmm. Uh, well, O's, oh. O's sober now, too. So, so O went through it, but, uh. but he was in, he was in Miami during the heyday if that gives you any idea maybe what the speed of 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 what we were talking about was going down in miami back in the day uh all right number two on this list your boy the georgia man former georgia man dan lanning and once again we return to the dan lanning love handle tattoo uh, because quite frankly, Brom, if you can bring the picture up, there's just no way that you're not a stoner. Like this is the most stoned, um, token, like, Oh, I really want to show you my wife that her lover getting that. God That's what I'm bless. saying. This man obviously loves me. This is a stoner notion of expressing love right here. And it's very sweet, but Aaron, there is a key detail. Let's go a step further. There's a key detail within the tattoo 
that really tells us what we need to know. And if you look on his wife's neck, there's a boomerang. Why is there a boomerang? Because him and his wife met in high school working at the Outback Steakhouse. And we all know if you're a high schooler working at Outback Steakhouse, you are absolutely smoking weed. You're he's he's young, he's grown age where he's stigmatized, he's behind right out back by the trash can. Hey, Dan, throw away the trash. All right. As he's out there, like a hundred thousand percent. And now he's in Oregon and now he's in Oregon. Yeah. So that's Dan Landing, your number two stoner. And the, uh, did you ever catch him smoking weed when he was in Athens? I never caught a single coach in my life smoking weed. All right. Number one, give me conference. And if they're still coaching, they're not still coaching. Um, um he's a West coach coach. He's probably the chillest coach in the world, and he's one of the coolest Pete people Carroll? to hang out with ever. Uh, I thought about Carroll, but Pete, defensive-minded. Like perfect. I know. I, know. I, I thought like hey, he's laid back Pete on the beach, the super cool vibe. I agree, yeah. but I don't think he's a stoner. Um, this is a guy that you know and you love very much. Musical. Rick Neuheisel. Yeah. No Rick Neuheisel. So, 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 so that right there is but a snippet of Rick Neuheisel's Born in the SEC, which is actually very worth checking out. It's a very funny parody song. There's Stairway to the Playoffs. He's got the West Coast vibes. Uh, I can picture him playing guitar around the fire, toes in the sand, warm green on the face. We're Derek having like beers. Yes, we're ha- yes, yes, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, he does mushrooms as well. Let's be clear about that. Um, into, into organic produce, just, uh, the, the chillest and best dude to hang out with while you're on the West coast, but also you're like incredibly successful stoner, right? Not a beach bum. He's like outside of his Malibu beach house playing the guitar toes in the sand. So there it is. Your staff's official top five, 420 stoner coaches list. Meyer, Patterson, Bielema, Lanning, Neuheisel. Some of you will get nowhere else uh i think you're missing a couple but i, I do like the list no no no. give me give me come on give me them because i just feel like i just yelled at everyone. i just like vomited that i, I feel like mike leach I, I think mike leach would have been the best mm. one i just see him just just philosophizing 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 yes philosophizing. yes is that the right yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah no mike mike and leach is then super stoned yeah, yeah. Well, he's going to be the blow your mind stoner where, you yeah. know, you're going to start to get high and he's going to start to tell you some historical tangent or story that, that you're just going to come away with and be like, what the fuck? I've never even considered that before. <laughs> um, so Leach's vibes are absolutely there. And look, Urban Meyer, Leech's to be fair, he, he, he could be taken off and you could put Leach on and, and I don't think the list would be wrong um, at all. Uh, all right. That'll do it. For today's oh Nick says two dollars chat. How about a ganja bowl game and the players get high? Um, you know, let's uh, let's like put any actual ethical concerns high. aside. Uh, not during the game. Not during. I don't the game. know, That's man. I had some true. dudes in the NFL that showed up pretty high to the damn locker, and I'm like, my God, good for you. Wow, I've seen it in practice. I've never. I haven't seen it. I, I never. I never. We never. I never saw it in a game. It was too high in college. Everything was too structured. Um. I'll never forget that. Remember the awesome show Playmakers on ESPN back in the day? Yeah. And I think it was like LL Cool like smoking crack at halftime. So yeah. It's yeah. what a different world that the NFL that was so extreme <laughs> yeah. of a show. I mean, like one of the first episodes, dude shoving a tube I would, down his I wouldn't say allowed to- because uh noticed there was not a season two of Playmakers. Well, yeah. no, but I mean the fact that it even like that they didn't have like editorial, you know, um what what final cut or something, Brum? Like the fact that they ever let that first season hit the airwaves is shocking. Correct. With yes. its content. Obviously, the anniversary coming up in August. Shout out, Playmakers. Uh, all right, that's going to do it, boys. That's a Big Ten list. 
put the graphic out, put the SEC one out. That's the top five stoner list. Um, Aaron, you have a great weekend. I will see you tomorrow. Um, maybe a little snaps dinner. Huh? That could be fun. Hey, and then, um, oh, that's what we're doing, dude. We're do Okay. You should come. I will talk about it off air. All right. And then a uh, huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunter, Danny Cardenas, Adam Gracia. Um, gracias for everything y'all do for snaps and look for everybody hanging out with us here in the chat man uh, we hope you have fun every day if you enjoy the show hit the like button sub to the video tell your friends about it rate review wherever you listen to pods and we will see you back on Monday for a brand new episode of snaps y'all have a great weekend I'm Diosa and I'm Mala we are the creators of Locatora Radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast, podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.